Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word. Now, today's message. Amen. Give a big clap offering. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in church this morning? What a blessing. This morning, I want to share with you a quick message. We are ending our series on soul winning today. Amen. This is the last Sunday of February. Amen. So this morning, I want to share with you on a short topic I've titled, It is foolish to be shameful of what is gainful. It is what? Foolish to be shameful of what is what? Gainful. Now, if someone came to you and introduced a business to you, all right? Father, speak to our hearts in Jesus' name. And said, my business is to, you know, one time I saw a guy on a bicycle with yellow gallons. Amen. And he had this black liquid in the yellow gallon. And he was riding on, I'm sure most of you have seen some of these guys, on a highway with plenty gallons with, it's like dirty engine oil. So I asked, what, what these guys, what do they do? And someone said, oh, they go from mechanic shop to mechanic shop and they collect dirty oil. And they go to, they, I think they use it for treating wood so it does not decay or something. And I, I'm asking, so what kind of job is this? And suddenly I said to myself, you know, it is foolish to be shameful of what is what? Gainful. Somebody may be carrying scraps, but if you know the money on him, he's more than a university graduate who says he's working in a bank who is paid 1200 a month. Say to your neighbor, it is foolish to be shameful of what is gainful. There are things in life that bring gain. And you must be interested. Your life must bring gain. Amen. Are you interested in making gains in life? You can make gains in life. But you know, if you don't tune your mind to the word of God, you will miss out. Romans 1.16 For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Say to yourself, I am not ashamed. Some of us are ashamed of church and the things of God. Some of us are ashamed when our friends get to know that we started going to church. Some of us are ashamed in our house. They, when they say, ah, you sorry in there. So now when you are going to church, you sneak out. Some of us we are hardcore. So when our friends see that we've gone to church, they say, ah, it will go sorry in there. 
your friend who calls it Charlie Adichie too. Paul said, "As for me, I'm not ashamed." If scrap dealer is not ashamed of his work, I admit to I'm not ashamed. I am not ashamed of the gospel. I know you have a girls' girl squad, and you are always doing big things. And suddenly you feel like now you want to get close to God. Don't be ashamed, my sister. Don't be ashamed. Don't let anyone mock you. Some of us, when we go, they say, What for? I saw you too personal. <laughs> You've taken the church too what? Personal. Like this morning, your friend called you, say, Boy, and the match, but, and then what? He said, I was going to buy a watch and a guy came to stand, an Okada rider. Then he was talking to her and said, she said, my, 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 my fat plan be made three odds. <laughs> I don't even know what he was saying. I said, because who said, me yet, yeah, yeah, back when I had a boca. It's we made three odds. Now you have ten, ten, ten CDs. Now you try, now you do be here, you try hundred, hundred, hundred. You do, and you be trying a thousand. The guy is not ashamed. Because it's gainful. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? Because it is the power I've never had. It is the power. You want to do something, you lack power. The gospel of Christ is the power in your life that you've never had before. Are you here? Yeah. I remember this, we used to live in a place called Tish Demo, and it was a new site, and there was no electricity. So we used to use candles and lanterns. Then a friend of mine had electricity in his house. He didn't know what he had, but that power was everything. You need power. And it is coming through starting to not be ashamed of the things of God. Why are you ashamed of what can profit you? Mark 8.38 Look at what the scripture says. Whosoever shall be ashamed of me. I know you're a gangster. Hello. I know you're a gangster boy. Oh yeah. I know you. You can boast of how many rows of weed you smoked. But you see, why can you boast of the number of rows you smoked? And you are ashamed of church. Oh yeah, yeah, I know you're a fine boy. Hello? And all the ladies like you. In fact, you are the record holder in the neighborhood. Every new girl must sign his register with you. That your bed. There's no girl on the block whose back has not touched that bed. But it's a disappointment that you can boast of this and you are ashamed. Are you in church? Is, is the preaching okay? All right, all right, okay. I think some people are not. Oh, everyone is here. Okay. I can't see your smile. All right. 
Whosoever shall be ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed of. When he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels, what are the things you can boast of? Me, I boast of crusades. If I have any glory, I boast of the things. My, my glory is in people transformed lives. I don't boast about the number of girls I've slept with. I don't boast about the amount of uh, beer I drank. I don't boast about the amount of cigarettes I've smoked. I don't boast about the amount of weed sm I smoked yesterday. Some people, you know, they boast of the bottles of Guinness they can take and still stand. You are just 17 years and you are boasting of the bottles of Guinness you can smoke, uh, drink and still stand. Some young girls, 14 years, they boast of the, the number of aged men they can take. Hello? 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 Are you in church? Oh, yes. You don't, you don't know the things people boast of. Yeah. I say, oh, Sapa Pano. Oi, 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 we did bear 40, but me to me handle Hey, small girl like you. Look at, you, look at the things you are boasting about. Instead of boasting about Matthew 6.33 and scriptures. If in time past, of course, now you've changed. Or, you are in church now. Hallelujah. But if we could boast of things like that, when we were in university, we, 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 there was a group of guys. They could boast of the girls they slept with in a week. Oh, yes. When the girl enters the room, then people will be clapping. Charlie, another one come. Then the boys will be cheering. Yeah. There's a hall in uh, KNUSC called Conti Hall. If you are entering with the, the, it's a big hall. One is here and one is here. Then they have the, the gate. If you are entering with a lady, then the boy, now it's a mix hall. <laughs> but if you are entering with a lady, then the boys will come, then, the boy, then they'll start, they'll be clapping for you. <laughs> yeah, and you are not a, and especially if you take an SS girl, they used to call the SS girl Cheche Kule. Hey, they will be clapping. Then the boys will come and surround your room. That's Continental Hall. <laughs> And they'll be checked. And boys, they like it. On Friday nights, they used to have what they call power night. And they had a special session of the power night called Beoto. You know Beoto? Like, open your anus. Hello? So, they would dance. Pasamo. The boys would dance. They would see Jama. Then they would, now, they would say, Open show. They would, then right now, all the boys will go. Then they will, they will open their hand. <laughs> hey! The silly things that people have done and they were not ashamed. University student, first class student, intelligent boys who, they will open. How many of you ever witnessed those foolish things? Those of you who are in tech. Were, some of us came from tech. They know what I'm talking about. If you're a lady and you don't know, you go and pass there. That night you regret your night. And people have been involved in things like this. 
Paul is saying, I am not ashamed. Don't be ashamed of the things of God, my brother. You have, you have been proud of foolish things in the past. This is the time to be proud of God. Will you even get like John 15 verse 16 he says what? Put it up. You have not chosen me. Will you, will you get that God is choosing you? But I have chosen you. Will you get? You know when God called me I felt so blessed because I'm like look at me all the people on earth. Then God says Mubarak I'm choosing you. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Like, look at the beautiful life God has given me. Like, I can't even imagine what my life would have been if I did not have God. I'm, I'm young, but God has blessed me. Why? Because I was not ashamed. Because when he chose me, I said yes. God said he has chosen you. You don't need to see a dream. Some people, hello, some people they want to sleep, then a light will enter their room. Then they'll hear thunder. Boom, 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 boom. My daughter, my daughter. There was a man of God in Ghana. <laughs> I don't want to mention his name, but let's say his name is Richmond. Then he said, God appeared to him and said, My daughter, my daughter, Richmond. He said, My daughter, Richmond is supposed to be a son, but he claims that when God appeared, he said, my daughter, my daughter, Richmond. He's a special man. A special. Some of you want to see a vision of angels ascending and descending in your room before you believe. Some of you want to see some miraculous. It's like a rainbow has to appear in your room before you believe that God has chosen you. No, he said, I have chosen you. Why are you ashamed of me choosing you? God chose you. Why are you ashamed? If God says he's choosing you, why are you ashamed that God is choosing you? Why are you ashamed of what is gainful in life? Eh? It's like I've come this morning. Hello, my sister, what's your name? Mavis. And my dear brother here then i came joseph and i said mavis and joseph i've chosen you we are going to london tomorrow then suddenly maybe say hey media mean call london huh? if you get blows will you blow sir how can you reject such a choosing Say, how can you reject such a choosing? And someone will say, what a wow. Like, how can you reject such a choosing? Like, they say, oh, I'm choosing one, two, three. Let's go to London. Ah, I'm gone it. Now, you know the past tense of gone? Is I'm gone it. Like, you are gone. Like, me, I don't even go home. I'll, I'll tell my wife and my I say, bye-bye. Of course, I'm lying. <laughs> Or for instance, uh, 
maybe the vice chancellor of uh, Kwame Nkrumah University comes and says, I want to choose you and you and you for a free master's and free PhD program. He said, man, I don't like. If I go, my friends will see me some way. Are you normal? You don't know what profits in life. Or for instance, <laughs> one day I was in the house then. I met, um, of course I didn't meet her. This is someone, I don't want to mention the person's name. Someone, we live in the same house. Then I asked the person, the person is going to do a sandwich. And I said, oh, there's cheese in the fridge. Would you, do you, would you like to say, I don't, mean, I don't like cheese. I don't want to put it. I said, look at this girl. What kind of village? <laughs> what kind of village life is this? You know, one time I sat on a plane. Eh? I was flying from Hito London to Accra. And I wanted to do big manism. The old air hostess came to me and said, hello, sir. What do you want to take? Tea or coffee? And I said, oh, I'm okay. Then the Holy Spirit said, if you don't eat this food, eh, what I will do to you? It's like, will you even get that you are in a plane and they are giving you food and you will come to do tuna only together and go and eat kinky? Krasini. What are you Krasini? Say your mom with Gianni will blame Now I say, Mimpe. And then, Oyale. I don't like this kind of white people's food. When I eat, my stomach will be right. The pepper and cake will be eating. No, don't your stomach run. Why are you ashamed? God is choosing you. Will you get for God to choose you? Will you get for God to choose you, my brother? When God chooses a man and he sends the man, there are many benefits. There are many benefits. There are many benefits. Why would you reject such a prestigious call? Many of you don't know this, but when I finished SHS in 2007, in 2008 i applied to the ghana military academy and i did not get it so i got angry because it was a very lengthy process those days if you were in shs you could apply and if i had gone to the army i would have been a major by now yeah so the second year i said i'm going to apply to the university so i applied to tech Applied to Legon, applied to UCC. This is 2008. Then I also applied to the military academy again. But this time my heart was not in it. But do you know that this one, rather than my heart was not in it, I got it. After about eight months of serious back and forth, I got it. And they asked us to come to teach. Him. And they gave us. They call it joining instructions. They say, go to town and go and buy the things and report on this day. Then they gave me my number. 
Then I said, yeah. Because by this time, I was in tech. Two weeks in tech. First year, business administration. I thought, oh, forget about this other thing. Now, this is the cut of the story. Everybody begged me. I said, I won't go. But I'm, hey! I remember my mom had a friend who is a lawyer. The man called me and spoke to me for two hours. I was quiet. When the man said, I said, I'm sorry, but I won't go. <laughs> my cousin, he's a lieutenant colonel now. He too, he was in Cote d'Ivoire on peacekeeping. He called me for about 45 minutes. When I said, I said, then your life is in your hand. Don't expect any help from any of us. Everybody did everything. I said, I won't go. Rejecting a choice. But do you know, the day that it dawned on me that, look, people don't like the fact that I rejected this. I went on vacation and one of the cadets who I should have gone with came to visit me. In fact, I met him by chance at the mess in Bema camp. Then he, the guy wanted to beat me. Ha, he was here. He said, you wasted people's chances. You wasted people's chances. He said, when, we, when they count their number, there's a gap. Yeah. Their intake, when they count, when it gets to my number was maybe 44. When they get to 43, there's no 44. Then they go to 45. That's when it, maybe I didn't do well by not going. Yeah. Maybe I didn't do well. But of course, if I went, I will not be here. So it's a good decision I did not go. <laughs> like Pastor Kofi will not be a pastor. Hallelujah. I met one of my mates to hear that he insulted me. He insulted. He said, you've wasted people's chances. Because it's a very difficult thing to get. I'm not talking about recruit. I'm not a military academy to be an officer. You know, it's a very difficult thing for God to choose you. Look at the whole world today. Look at how the world is plunging into darkness. Then you come to church and go, you hear God's word say, I have chosen you. I have chosen you. I've chosen you from all your brothers. You, you know like you won't go to church. You, in church, it's a miracle. You will never go to church. For you to be seated here today is a big miracle. Why won't you complete the process of accepting the choosing of God? Why won't you settle it in your heart to allow God to use you? Why won't you say, okay, I'm favored to be here? I'm favored. One of the first times I sat on a plane in the middle of the air, then suddenly something said, what if the plane falls down? You get it? <laughs> then I began to speak in tongues. Why am I praying? Look at my foolishness. I'm praying so that the plane will not come down. Then I heard the Holy Spirit say, shut up and enjoy, like, just enjoy this flight. What is the problem? We are too spiritual. Playing kakra, watching when I old buttons, they say, Uncle, I'm not playing with It's like some people when they do wedding and they are coming out, they think everybody outside is a witch. So when people want to shake them, 
then you'll be doing shabolobo kotobolobo lobo yo. You can't, you see. <laughs> Don't overthink. You are the choice of God. God has chosen you for a great privilege like this. You are privileged to be in the presence of God. Why are you shameful of what is what? Gainful. Will you even get to be in church? Will you get to be loved by a pastor? Will you get that a pastor will visit you? Will you get that a pastor will pray for you? No, will you get? And you don't take it. You take it for granted. You take it for granted. You take it. You think you are entitled to it. Will you get that a pastor will think of you and leave his house and come and visit you? Why are you not, why are you not responding? Are you here? When someone shows you love and chooses you, it leaves a burden on you to respond. If someone chooses you, if, if maybe I had a party in my house and I was doing a banquet, fufu, and I said, salvation, come and let's eat. Do you know what I've done? I have trapped salvation. Because salvation can never eat fufu in her house and not invite me. The day she eats fufu and I, I hear boom, boom, and my name was not mentioned, I'll say she's wicked. When people show you love, they leave a burden on you to reciprocate. When God shows you love, when God shows you kindness, when God chooses you, he leaves a burden on you to what? To reciprocate. Are you here? Yeah. On Val's Day, Valentine's Day. By the way, Valentine's Day is not a day you have sex. Amen. On Val's Day, I was there when I just saw some money on my phone. Hey! So when I checked, who sent me this money? It was my wife. Hallelujah. I pray that God will give you a wife who will give you money. And a husband. But you know, when I saw the money, I said, Ajay. Do you know why I said Ajay? Because I know this money that I've received, I will give back more. <laughs> do, do you understand what I'm saying? It's a trap. <laughs> it's, a tra- it's just a bait. Like, you know, oh, Vazi, I've given you money. Only with so you, you know. <laughs> so when I say, I say, I'm in trouble. I can't run away now. You cannot run away from God. God has loved you. God has chosen you. God has cared for you. And he says that now, go and bear fruit and your fruit shall remain. And whatever you will ask him, he will give it to you. Whatever you will ask him. What what could be better than this? That God tells you, whatever you need, ask me. I'll give it to you. But the condition is that, accept my choice. I said that I've chosen you. And go and bear fruit. Go and tell other people too that I've chosen them. Why won't you take advantage of this? Imagine free SHS and your father goes to school with you and says, I don't want free SHS. I'll pay the school fees. You say, Daddy, Jama BBL. Oh, they're Mamiskano. Mamiskano. Because 
if there's something you can take advantage of why don't you take advantage of it why don't you take advantage of it i was buying biscuits from a shop then when they give me the biscuit the biscuit was broken and i asked the woman why is the biscuit broken then she said oh it's unfortunate they should check if there's a new one they checked they couldn't find it i said because it's broken please give me discount they said okay i'll give you the biscuit is 12 cities they said, i'll give you discount of one cd so pay 11 cd i said okay give it to me then the little girl the, the woman's daughter because i came from a car and i came to stand in front of the shop when i said give me my money, he said ah so you will take the one cd i said madam is it not because of one cd that you two are sitting in front of the shop you are ashamed of one cd the day you want to buy water you don't have one cd you go and stand in front of a shop then you tell the woman in tongues they will slap you they will slap you you think one cd is nothing take advantage of god's goodness take advantage of god's mercy if god says i've chosen you and everything you ask me you will have it take advantage of it your life can become better by accepting the choice this thing i'm preaching so simple could be the biggest change to your life i'm telling you yesterday something very interesting happened i have this i don't like to share these examples but i, I have to to just encourage you i have this friend well maybe not even my friend but we went to school together a few years ago he reached out to me and and spoke to me i really took time for him too he said oh God, I feel God is calling me. By the time he reached out, I don't think we had even started building this church. I feel God is calling me. Can you help me? And I spoke to him. I said, oh, if you feel God is calling you, do it. Because that is what will bring resource in your life. Then he said, but, you know, he's been thinking when he does God's will, how will he, he eat? How will he take care of himself, his mother? And he says he needs to take care of his mother. Then I said, look, God will sort all those things out. God will sort, don't worry. I encourage him to do the ministry. I didn't hear of him again. You know why? Because at some point, it felt like I was bothering him. Me, I'm somewhere. You came to tell me you want to do God's work. Then I rather I start to encourage you. Then run away, run away. you run away from me like I'm the one disturbing you. I kept quiet. Me, if I, if I, me, I like encouraging people to do God's work. I will fire you out. But if I notice that you are not, I will just leave you. Because me too, I have to focus. And if I don't focus, maybe you cry, you may distract me. Amen. So I left him. Yesterday I was there when this guy called me. Hello, Reverend. When I saw the call, I was excited. Wow, it's been like two years now. I've not heard from him. Hello, Reverend, how are you? Hey, I'm fine. How are you? It's been a while. Yeah, Reverend, it's been a while. But I really need your help tonight. What is it? He said, Reverend, things are so bad. My, this is the same mother issue. My mother is sick and this, 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 this. And this, the sad thing, even tonight, we don't have money to buy food. I wanted to go and borrow money. And I just said, let me ask you. Let me just ask you. And I said, don't worry, I'll send you some money. So I sent him some money. But do you know the thoughts that came? This is how your life can become when you reject the choice of God. As I met him and I chose God, 
I'm still choosing God. My life keeps going. You, you, don't have the, you don't have an idea the number of things that we have to even do. It doesn't even make sense. The budgets, the expenses, it doesn't even make sense. You see, you will make a big wreck of your life if you reject God's choice. Like, God say, I like you. You say, me, I don't like you. God is choosing you. It's like blasting. Then what's the coach's name? Chris Yapia. Oh, it's not Chris Yapia. Chris Hilton. Then you, 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 are, you are like a striker. Eh? And Sandra is like the goalkeeper. Sandra, stand up. Let's see them. <laughs> then they come and say, Oh, Sandra, I've chosen you. Then they, they come and say, Moses. The Moses says, No, 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 no. Me, I won't play. Is he normal? God chose you. He said, God, leave me alone. You are 22 years and God chose you. You don't know the misery that is coming. You don't know the misery that is coming. You don't know how your life is going to turn. I pity you. Prophet, when God called me I did not blink my eye one minute. If I blink my eye, I will not be here. I will not be here. I will not be here. I will not be here at all. And has it been worth it? It's been really worth it. It's been worth it following God. It's been worth it. You will not regret if you accept the calling of God. You see, it's not what it looks like and what it feels like. Hmm? Don't look at your today and look at how maybe things are and say, oh, me, I'm okay. This God, God, thank Christ, is not needed. You will make a big mistake if you reject. Ah, imagine God in heaven puts his glorious hand and you say take your hands off me leave me alone you see when you reject like how you see God you, you don't know God have you met God before you, you don't know God the only way you know God is the word of God God is the word when you when the, the pastor is preaching he says stop that I don't want to hear this your message or that amu or Papa no, or that I'm, that's another way you can so as I'm preaching. You know, sometimes online a meeting can be going on. Maybe let's say Bishop Oedipo is preaching powerfully. 14,000 people are online watching. You see someone who just is a froster, then you'll be insulting Bishop. How many of you have ever seen those people? Then they'll be causing commotion as they're preaching. You have no idea what your life will become when you reject God. He said, how shall they be saved? Except a preacher is sent. It means when a preacher comes into your life, God has come. When you reject a preacher, you have rejected God. When you see that cell leader coming, and you tell your friend, Mokache se minio, Mokache se minio. Mokache se minio. 
and we entered your room and we saw your laptop. You were not smart enough to hide your laptop. We saw it on the bed. You have rejected God. You have rejected God. When you come and sit in church and preaching is going on and instead of hearing the word of God, you see, you are not wiser than God. This is your small brain. eh? If your brain was a memory card, it would be two megabytes. Oh, yes. Because even look at the choices you make in life. It shows you you are not that... I saw a video, a, a preacher, he said, a Jimmy Fonda daughter. How many of you have seen that video? You've seen it? Yeah, he said, I said, a Jimmy Fonda daughter. He said, what your man is saying, the foolish people in, in town are a lot. So if you try a little, you will, be, you will, do, you will do it well. Like you, you make it in life. This your tiny brain. That can't even manage thousand cities. And the word of God is coming. And this is your two megabytes memory brain. You are insulting the word of God. Hey, oh, you don't like my preaching. Isn't like the place is quiet? Like, have I said something wrong? I'm sorry if I've said something wrong. I, I, I hope I've not offended anyone. The, the people here, please, am, am I offending you? Do, are you enjoying the message? Okay. Okay, your, your, your brain is not two megabytes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's not two megabytes. But even if your brain was one gig, <laughs> one gig storage, your phone will tell you your memory is full. Where can it go? This Bible has been compiled over 6,000. It's so consistent so accurate the way that people hate Christianity, if this thing was not true like by now they finished it they've disproved everything this book is filled with consistent places you can visit today and they'll show you this is where this happened, this is where that happened you read through the book of Acts you see Agrippa, Festus all these names, they are in Roman history if you read Secular Roman history, you find all these names. Augustus Caesar declared the census. That's where Jesus went and was born. You can't fake this. So that, that we are preaching John 15, 16 to you, and you are blowing hot air. It, it doesn't, it makes us you know, we, it makes me doubt the kind of memory in your mind. Hey, it looks like today the church is very quiet. It is a shameful thing. You get it? It is a shameful thing to be ashamed. It is a foolish thing to be ashamed of what is gainful. Somebody is sick, then you give him medicine. The medicine is too bitter. I don't like it. You are not wise. You are not wise. Almighty God has extended an invitation. And he said, I don't like it. I heard a story once. Bishop Dak shared this story. He said, when England colonized India, one day, there was a governor who went to India 
and sent a message. He was going to have a dinner and sent a message to, there was, there's this, they, they, they are called viceroy. I think that's the word. And this viceroy is like a chancellor or a head of something. And he indicated in the letter and said, I need you at this dinner. But the way he ended the letter, he, he did it like, he made it in a way like, you can come or you cannot come. Like, if you have some time to spare, I would like to see you uh-huh, at the dinner. Then the guy said, he won't go. Hey! They cannot trouble the guy landed because, you see, some invitation, you can't say no. Do, do you get where I'm coming to? Do you get where I'm coming to? Like, they can ask you to do something and you don't understand that they are asking you to do. For instance, even me as a pastor, if I want my church, my leaders to do something, the way I even see it, you get confused. I go like, ah, this thing, don't you think if we cut it? Or what do you think if we cut it? I'm actually telling you, go and cut it. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. Like, those who know me, they know what I want. Oh, I say, hey, I, it looks like today, the watches seller didn't come. They know that uh, he wants to eat watchy. The, the people who know me, they say, hey, let's get watchy for him. Like sometimes when I'm preaching, they'll come and ask me, what will you eat? I say, later. But when I finish and there's no food, they know they're in trouble. So as I'm preaching, they say, let's get him food. Oh. Before when he finishes, he'll come and blame us. Because when we ask him, he didn't mind us. But we know. The guy rejected the offer to be at the dinner. Then now they wrote to him and said, it was, it was a polite way of saying that, come. That he said, if you have some time to spare, didn't mean that you had the choice to choose. Like, how can you be an ambassador in America? Then the president of America has come to, a uh, president of a um, uh, Ghanaian ambassador in America, then the president of Ghana has gone to America and you say you are going to swimming pool with your wife and you won't show up. That's the day your job ends. So God choosing you, it's not like the truth of the matter is that it's not like you have an option. Do you understand? Like, you, you, it's, it's just a polite way of saying, oh, come. But the truth is, when God puts his hand on you, and you say no, your life becomes useless from that day. Anything God sets his eye on and he can't use it, nobody can use it again. Am I in church? That's why people who felt like they could do something for you and they never did, they never amount to anything. Hey, they will do everything in this world. It won't work. Why? Because if God can't use you, nobody else can use you. Someone say, hey, then I shouldn't have come to church too. The way this man is preaching there. Yeah, I don't like preaching like this. So. God wanted you to be here to hear this because he has already chosen you. You've already heard me. I ate too late. <laughs> God choosing you doesn't mean you have a choice to accept or not. I was called to be a man of God. Look, I was on tech campus. I wanted to be a stockbroker in New York Stock Exchange. I wanted to have, 
you know, when I met my wife in first year, in second year, she was in first year, one of the things I told her is that, look, follow me, I'll be so rich. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I told her, one day I'll buy a big house in Trasaco and I'll buy a Rolls Royce. Hey! She was feeling my vibes. Hello? Is my mother in the building? Hey. Then, then one day I came to her and said, I've changed my mind. What do you mean you've changed your mind? I won't be a stalker. I'll be a pastor. He said, huh? <laughs> I had plans. But I knew that if I had said no, that's it. Even if it's money you had, then God said, give me this money. And you said no. You notice that money, you can't spend it well. Have you noticed? Even when you're saying, you won't be okay. You won't be okay. God said, I like this thing. He said, I won't give it to you. Oh, it is never going to be the same again. So I want you to accept the call of God. Many are what? Chosen. You are part of those who are chosen. You, you too, you can be useful to God. You too, God can. Hello, I know you think you will fornicate, but God doesn't look at the amount of fornication you fornicated to use you. I know you booze a lot. Hello? I know you are boozite. But God is not looking at the alcohol you've drank. To what? To choose you. I know you can smoke. You, 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 you smoke. Oh shit. What did I say? Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. You are burning. You've burnt and been, you have been burnt and you are burning and you burnt. You burnt it. <laughs> but God is not looking at your burning or your, your burntness. If it's good English. I know you have a very nasty character. Like you are very nasty. Like you, when you get angry, hey, everything has to move around you. When you get angry, you use your phone to hit the floor. They say, oh, oh my God. What have I done? <laughs> Some people, when they get angry, no, 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 then they'll kick something. Then down their leg, they say, oh. Yeah, some people, when they get angry, they spoil things. <laughs> when you get angry, you fight Chinese fan. Me, me, you one plug. Some people talk like me only me. Me a one plug. You have a Bible in your hand. Me ni se pasamu ba sande yo kase yang yang tu yebuase. Ban pesa me chere ose. Only me Jimmy ani me yewono. You are almost going mental, but God can use you. Ask your neighbor, neighbor. Do you know you can be used by God? Notwithstanding your madness. <laughs> Don't tell your neighbor that. Nobody's mad here. Amen. Now, God is not a wicked employer. I want to give you five benefits of what God will do for you if you say yes to his honorable call. 
Are you here? Number one, God will give you divine protection all the days of your life. Luke 10, 19. Have you ever been scared that you will die? No need to be afraid anymore. Behold, look at it. I give you power. Are you here with me? Behold, I give you what? Power. How many of you want power? Then you say yes to God. To tread upon what? Serpents and scorpions. What's your name, dear? What's your name? Margaret. God says he's giving you power, Margaret. To tread upon what? Scorpions and serpents. And over all the powers of the enemy. Like you, you, you are audacious. Are you here? Odeshi. And when people do you, mm, it bounces off. If someone takes you to Agbala, they will come, then you are smiling. If someone calls your name in a calabash, Jesus' face will appear. Like nothing can hurt you. Look at it. It's, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Why is he giving you the power? Because you are going out there to work for him. Ghana is never going to give you a uniform because you are not a soldier. Ghana is never going to give you a, a gun because you are not a soldier. But immediately Ghana army enlists you. The first thing they do is they give you a uniform signifying your authority. Authority. If, you, if, if I'm driving and Sandra comes to stand in the way and does this, I mean, stop on me, no stop. But if a policeman does What's that? Authority. How did the authority come? The uniform. They assign a gun. When you see policemen, they are holding their gun because they've been sent on a mission. God gives you protection. Protection. Because he's sending you. Number two. God will give you a good livelihood like a good job. Mark 1.17 It means you will find good use for your life. You are here. You don't know what to do with your life. Get on board. Look at it. Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become what? Fishers of what? Of men. Fishers of what? Of men. Psalm 34 verse 10. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall never want any good thing. Those that say yes to God, you will always have something to do with your life. Many people today don't even have food to eat because there's no job. There are no jobs. There are no jobs. I was asking someone, I said, how much is your NSS national service allowance? The person said three, uh, 700 cities. I said, hey, 700 cities. That means if you live in Tema and you work in Medina, in the month, you, your, your NSS allowance cannot even pay for your transportation. But he said that I will make you fishers of what? Of men. Fishers of men. 
And do you know every fish you catch has a coin? What did Jesus tell Peter? Go and catch the fish. And when you open the mouth of the fish, there's a coin. God will connect you to people who will become a blessing to you. All this, send me Momo 30, send me Momo 15, send me Momo 10, quick loan. And then you take quick loan today. Then you change your sim. Be careful, oh. Be careful, oh. <laughs> Please don't point to anyone. <laughs> As they say, Michael, Michael. Hey. One day I asked someone, I'm sending him. He said, No, 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 no. Don't send on that phone. I've borrowed. It's like, if the money falls, a quick loan will take it. The man said, What's any? Oh, Reverend, wake me. Reverend, wake me. Then he called them to him and people said, And you're me sick out, my patron, Why? All this, Charlie, borrow me 10 CDs tomorrow, I'll go pay you. You mean what? You know you won't pay. Charlie, I'll go get something small, buy food. Why don't you get on board with God? Why don't you get on board with God? You wake up Monday to Saturday, miserable life. Why don't you get on God's side? You know, if you started reading your Bible, God, could, God will start opening doors for you. Number three. Divine favor is manifested in your life. What is favor? Favor makes people do things for you for free. Favor makes people give you things for free. Favor makes people honor you. Things you did not buy, you will get. Things you did not work for will come to you. Opportunities. Being at the right place at the right time. Some of you have never enjoyed favor before. Some of you have never experienced favor before. That nobody, since they give birth to you, nobody has given you 200 CDs for free. Can you imagine? 200 CDs. Nobody has dashed you. If, if you get to I mean, you have to sweat your heart out before you can get your 200 CDs. And you won't get on the side of God. It is foolishness to be ashamed of what is what? Gainful. Are you here? Psalm 102 verse 13. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to, for the time to favor her. Yea, the set time is come. You will arise and show favor to Zion for the set time. Go to verse 14. He says, for thy servant take pleasure in her stones. Those who take pleasure in the church and favor the dust thereof. Those who take pleasure in the church, God will favor them. God will give you things you did not deserve. God will give you what? Favor to things you don't deserve. Are you here? And finally, divine help. God will make sure you will grow well. No funny thing will appear in your body. Oh, you know, I used to live with this lady. In, in those days, I used to live in Bemakam. She, she was my friend. Who, 
A very good friend of mine. This, this, I, 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 it's very sad when I say it. One day when I just met the husband, oh, he said, do you know? In fact, before, before she would die, someone told me, do you know this person has cancer? So I thought, oh, okay. Then the next time I met, he said, oh, she's dead. Oh, oh she's dead. She, well, my close friend, she's dead. You, you see, God will guarantee you help. I've seen young people eh, like you and me, my age, who have just boom, gone. I've been a pastor for a while. Oh. I've seen many things. I've seen many. I remember when our church was in Trifair, there's this guy who used to come. I think he, did, he wasn't even coming to church. When they call him, you know those, you know those Charlie, you like. He used his two megabyte brain and he insulted the church. One day they came to tell me, this person is sick. So I said, bring him to church. The guy came to church. He's like straw. The guy was like straw. He was holding his trousers. Young guy. How old was he? 16. Ah. His, I think what, what happened to his spleen burst? Or his stomach, something happened. And sugar. Yeah. Yeah. The guy just, so the stomach, you remember him? You were at the hospital the day he died. Oh, she was, she was there. You said you saw him when he was dying. Like, when you took your eyes and they said he's gone, then they took the oxygen. At the point, he himself, he wanted to die. He said the oxygen was irritating his throat. So, he, he will remove it. He said, he's tired. This guy will hold his trousers like that. Then he will go like this. Then he will enter it. Then you sit at the back. Then I'll come to you and say, Manasseh, how? Oh. Look at how I'm remembering his face. Then he'll be looking at him, Pastor. I said, Manasseh, you won't die. The Pastor, amen. He said, you won't die. He said, you won't die. He said, I won't die. He said, then I said, Manasseh, come and kneel at the altar. Then he will crawl. One, one day like that, he came to kneel at the altar. When he was kneeling down and praying, I said, cry to God to save you. So when he was kneeling at the water, Eugenie and Co were laughing and jumping and happy in church. I'm talking divine health. Divine health. And as the guy was on the altar like that and was looking, when he set his eyes on them, he began to cry. And I knew why he was crying. Because he could see his life going. And he saw these young people and he saw how much opportunity they have had and he wished he could turn back the hands of time and live it well and live it well but guess what it was too late we did everything i give manasseh clothes i give him slippers i give him money we bought drugs what didn't we do I prayed. I did everything. And I said, APG be checking on him. So APG go and sit in the hospital and be talking. He became like a straw. You think your life is your own, eh? You don't know. You don't. We, don't, we, we do God's so It's not that we are fools. So. But you've not seen something in life. You've not seen something. APG, you said that day, I remember you called me. 10 p.m., 10 something. You said, Papa Manasseh just died. 
I said, oh my God. Manasseh just died. Manasseh just died. He said he was looking at him like that. Then he turned. When he turned, the next he said, oh come. Oh come. What is your life? Look at all these things. Divine health. Divine health. Divine health. It will give you divine health. It will make sure you don't die in the middle of your years. It will make sure you are not cut off in the midst of your years. What is our life? Why would, not, why would you give your life to God? Don't. You see, that you can move your leg and move your hand doesn't mean you are in control of your life. God chose you. You are not your own. That you can sit and stand doesn't mean you own your life. That you can wake up when you sleep. You, you don't even know what happens for you to wake up. You don't know the amount of angels that have to do what? And the body mechanisms that have to happen. You don't know the things that happen in your body so you can shoot up. I heard that when we go to bed, our sugar level drops. But around 3 a.m., 4 a.m., the body itself knows that the body needs energy. So it shoots sugar into so you can stand up. Yeah, you didn't know that. You didn't know that. Why won't you give your life to God? Why won't you give? Why won't you settle with God? Why won't you offer? Him? Why won't you make it right? Why won't you just dedicate everything? Why won't you serve Him? Why won't you work for God? Why won't you? Why are you so puff-headed? Like why are you so big? Why are you so inflated? Why are you so proud? Why? Why is it that you nobody can tell you what to do? Why is it that you won't calm down? You are nothing. You are nothing. Nothing. Look, my life is nothing. My life is nothing. Recently, I was on the motorway, and as I, I was getting, I saw a lot of people standing. I think that day I was, I don't know where I was going. I was coming to Vanessa's house. I was coming to your house in Tema. I was going to visit Vanessa, and guess what? I saw plenty of people gathered. It was a motor rider. A few meters to where the motor riders are going, I saw flesh on the conk, the, the road. Like, you know, it was like the body drag on the floor. So the flesh was sticking on the concrete like that. The, 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 the quota. And when I turned, I saw this guy. The hands was mashed and just hanging. And the stomach, the intestines are gashed out. And they had pushed him like a piece of wood and it was fresh like a fresh scene and i said ah human being since that the any motor rider i see i advise him don't speed if you are speeding i will chase you and honk on you and say be careful with your life you are not your own my sister think about god before it's too late think about god put your hand on your chest Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.christaboundinglove.com and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.